Welcome to our latest series in Boss Babe Corner with our newest partnership with Enterprise Renfrew County. Are you a new entrepreneur or business owner in the Ottawa Valley that's been in business for less than five years and looking for some direction and guidance navigating your entrepreneurship journey and maybe could use a little help but don't know what resources that are available? Enterprise Renfrew County's Starter Company Plus program is here to help. Learn how to write a business plan, prepare cash flow projections, take part in training, and have an opportunity to compete for a grant of up to $4,000 to start, grow, or purchase your business. Let's learn more about these startups that went through the program and were successful while also getting to know more about their own businesses. Welcome to Boss Babe Corner meets Enterprise Renfrew County. Century 21 has been a staple in the Pembroke-Petawawa area for over 45 years. At Century 21 Aspire Realty, many of our agents are born and raised right here in the Ottawa Valley. We also have close ties with the military community, having agents that are past military members and some that are military spouses. This helps to give us an in-depth understanding of the demands of the military lifestyle and the nuances of frequent relocation. Here at Century 21 Aspire Realty, we are committed to putting the client's needs first. Our agents work hard to act in a manner that is fair and ethical, as well as safe and practical. We are currently experiencing a seller's market like we have never seen before. If you are thinking of selling your property, call us first. Our social media campaigns are the best in the business. We offer professional photography, 3D home tours, and social media promotions across several platforms. Whether you are considering buying or selling, any one of our Century 21 Aspire Realty agents would be happy to assist you in the process. Check us out at www.aspirerealty.c21.ca or give us a call at 613-687-1687. Enterprise Renfrew County is a great place to start, whether you have a solid business concept or you're exploring becoming an entrepreneur. Their dedicated business consultant provides entrepreneurs with the tools that they need to start and grow their business. You'll receive valuable and knowledgeable information such as how to register your business, creating a business plan, market research, financing, and other business-related inquiries. Book your call with their business consultation expert at 613-432-6848 and launch your business today. Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner meets Enterprise Renfrew County. This Petawawa local creates customized and unique personalized products with your favorite design on them, including tumblers, mugs, wooden signs, charcuterie boards, doormats, you name it, she does it. You've seen her work around town too, working with His and Her Grazing, Century 21 Aspire Realty, and Enterprise Renfrew County, just to name a few. She is a full-time dental instructor, a busy mama, and a regular vendor and holiday market coordinator. This babe has been providing custom gifts for folks in the Ottawa Valley for years, and we all know her biz is Taryn Lane Designs. But she recognized her business was transforming, and she was ready for a change. So please welcome Taryn Lane from Ottawa Valley Engraving to Boss Babe Corner. Hi. Wow. What an intro. <laughs> That's great. Taryn, I've been following you for years now. And honestly, from afar, I am such a fan of your work. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. 
Uh, likewise. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know. So like, you're like me, you're a born and raised Valley girl right here in the heart of Petawawa. So I mean, like from one like Petawawa local to another, like we're virtually high-fiving it. Yes, exactly. I mean, uh, I'm a bit of a, what they call base brat. So we, we did travel a little bit as I was a younger child, but uh, my dad retired when I was really young, 10 years old in Petawawa. So I am a Petawawa girl for sure. So Taryn, before we talk about your new biz name, I want to learn more about your original business, Taryn Lane Designs, and how the concept for it came about. Well, I've always been crafty. I, I sewed scrunchies. Who would have ever thought that scrunchies would be more popular now? But I was sewing them as a teenager. Um, I had a scrapbook business in my 20s. And I had a little booth at the Pembroke uh, Farmer's Market. So I've always kind of been interested in crafty. And I would always make things as a gift for friends. And um, I watched my mom toll paint as a, as a child. So I've always been around it. But anyway, um, about five years ago, my hairdresser was hosting an event at uh, Champlain School, a, a spring craft event. She said, you should just put a table in, just make some stuff. And I thought, well, who's going to buy my stuff? So I thought about it and I thought, okay, let's do it. So it was a couple of weeks out. So I spent like cramps, three weeks of making signs and these little bunnies with uh, painted bunnies with uh, fabric tails. And I went and I pretty much sold everything I brought. And so I thought, oh, wow. People will buy my stuff. And just like any other vendor show, it just kind of flows. After uh, a week or two, people would email me. I saw, you know, you you made this or my friend got this as a gift. Can you make it for me? So um, that's why Taryn Lane Designs was my original name because I had to come up with something quick for this crap show. So I just said my name and that's just kind of where it came. And then it snowballed from there. Uh, five years later, here I am. <laughs> so you've been in business for five years now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's been longer for you though. I know I've done a lot in those five years. You have, you have. Okay. So yeah. like when you were at this craft show, you literally just like thought of a bunch of ideas and thought like, okay, this is what I'm going to sell. Did you even have business cards? Did you even have a name? Like how are, Nothing. People, how, how Nothing. are people finding you then afterwards? So uh, then after that, the craft show, I realized that people would buy my stuff and I was okay at it. So I decided to start my Facebook page. So that's kind of where uh, Taryn Lane Designs, I did come up with a name. Um, I started my Facebook page and of course got lots of, uh, you know, good feedback and started to believe in myself that I could actually do this as a little side hustle. Um, fast forward, I became a single mom with two kids and that was a way to supplement my income. It uh, it paid my bills. So I would come home from my dental job and uh, feed my kids and then run to the basement and paint a board and then come back up and, you know, do their homework or put them to bed and then go back down and uh, make the sign. So uh, I, I really am proud of myself that this little side hustle was actually kept my head above water and uh, gave me the independence uh, to to raise my kids uh, on my own. So at my women's event yesterday, Taryn, I was uh, I was listening to our panelists and one of them, one actually phrase that one of them said that really stands out to me that you need to hear is no one works harder than a single mom. And exactly. I think that is so true. So true. Yes. All moms like shout out to all moms out there. But Actually, you know what? Single moms. And, uh, and I also want to say too, moms with, um, with partners that are, uh, in the military yes. that are deployed, yep, deployed. Those are the two hardest uh, working moms I would yep. say out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, 
I volunteered for committees while I did that. It's like, it's like, uh, you want something done, give it to a busy person. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's exactly what I did. And I wanted to show my kids too, that you just don't, uh, you know, you just don't roll over. You just uh, persevere and show my daughter how independent you can be and, and, uh, raise your kids on your own. I, I uh, fortunately have a loving partner now who helps me and um, we got through that, but uh, it definitely made me the uh, woman entrepreneur that I am. And uh, in that I purchased my first laser during all of that time, uh, a small laser, and then the pandemic hit. So another curveball that I had to do, but um, all of those adversities has, has brought me what brought me here today because I had to uh, pivot and move, you know, as a single parent, I couldn't go to those, all of those craft shows that I wanted to, and I couldn't take my, a lot of time away from my kids. So I had to do it at night when they were sleeping. Um, and then also with the laser, when the pandemic hit, it's like, I'm not going to be able to do those paint nights or I'm not going to be able to do those craft shows. Um, so I had to pivot and, uh, do some more online marketing. So that's my social media really took off then with Facebook and Instagram and the orders started to come in through there. Yeah. Cause what else were we doing the pandemic than sitting on social media and, and buying things, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep up with the demand, Tarwin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it was great because around mother's day, all the stores were closed. So I started to do the charcuterie boards and engrave those boards and um, teacher's gifts, things like that. People weren't out shopping. So I would make the things, put it in my mailbox, you know, and exchange uh, email money transfer. And there was, you never even sad, but you never even had to see anybody. You could just do it through a, through a mailbox. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of vendor markets and craft markets and holiday markets, you host these kind of markets as well on top of everything else that you're doing. Yes. So like I told you before, give a, um, give a job to a busy person. I was again, a single mom and I was on all these committees and we were trying to think of things, new ways to, um, new events to do at these things. So I suggested a craft market, um, you know, two birds with one stone. It's like my passion. And then I can also volunteer and give back. So um, all of the vendor events that I've run is um, for committees, not, not for my business uh, as a way of giving back. But in that uh, sense, I got to meet all kinds of small business owners and we've created a, a little family. Um, a quick little story this year at the Laurentian Valley um, Winter Carnival, we normally uh, have the vendor event with the outdoor hockey tournament. Well, unfortunately, this year with the nice weather we had, they weren't able to have the hockey tournament because the ice, uh, it was too warm for the ice. So I reached out to all the vendors and said, I, you know, it's not going to be as great of a turnout because of the hockey tournament not uh, being on. And all of the vendors came back and said, this is our family. We just want to be with each other. We don't care about the sales. We don't care if it's busy. It's been a long time since we've done this event. Uh, we want to come. Uh, and nobody canceled. And we actually had a really successful day. It was a beautiful day. People came out to the Allison Fraser Rec Center. And uh, that's what it's all about for me is we got to see all those other vendors and, um, you know, I spoke with uh, Laura Carlson from Dame with a Hook who needs leather patches for her hat. And you just network and you market and, and they become your friends. It really is a community of people. And I know mm -hmm. I, it's funny because I actually had Laura on my podcast too. And we were talking about that because I think when I had her on, uh, oh, I can't even remember because the pandemic, although it seems like so mm -hmm. long ago, it still seems like yesterday when we were like, opening, closing, opening, closing. We weren't even knowing what we were doing. And, and I think she was like setting up shop on her front lawn 
and mm-hmm. the things that we had to do in order to sell and market ourselves, like we really got creative during the pandemic times. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it was a time filler. I mean, you're not leaving your house, so you can only watch so much Netflix. So at least you could, you know, work on your business. <laughs> well, and all the people who usually go out on Saturdays and Sundays and look forward to the yard sales, there yeah. were not because I don't even think that those were allowed to happen, but you could no. sell things on your, on, like in your driveway on your front lawn. Like there was no real against that no there definitely wasn't (laughs) oh but it's just so nice to be able to get back to doing like markets again though Mm -hmm. it totally is and uh there's so many people that that just stopped and said we're just so glad that these things are happening again or we're just we just came out just to come to the event because it hasn't happened in a couple years and just nice to get back to a bit of normalcy and and see people that you haven't seen before So Taryn, it's so funny because I remember organizing my very first and might I say last vendor market that I did virtually in April, 2021. They are so much work. And I mean, trying to educate the public on how a virtual vendor market would work Mm -hmm. was so difficult because I didn't even really understand the platform. And then I'm trying to like teach it with my business partner at the time, trying to like explain to everybody about how to navigate this. And and people were still like, we were still getting used to the idea of, uh, of virtual meetings. And, and we were still just getting accustomed to, uh, to how like virtual conference worked. And so it was, it was not something I would recommend the in-person aspect. That is really where it's at, but what are some vendor market tips for organizing a successful event? Oh, for organizing. Um, so I like to, and that's it's the feedback I've been getting from some of the vendors. I like to have uh, not multiples of the same thing. Um, I try to pick like unique, different. Um, the last couple markets I've really done like handmade markets, real um, artists, because that's what I do and that's what I like. Um, so not having like multiples of things because also the customers coming, they don't want to see the same thing at every table. So I try to pick um, unique things. Uh, things um personable you know people the ones that I know that are going to be it's going to be fun and it's going to be something that everybody's going to want to see um but then also there's also the planning of who do you put beside each other and you know you don't want to put two sewing things together you want to space it out a little bit so it's definitely a lot of I spent some time on Canva with tables and moving them around and and doing all that um the communication as well it's a lot of emailing as you know and messaging back and forth so um you know maybe detailed uh emails out to the vendors to make sure that all the information is being uh given out as easily as possible so that it's not a lot of work on my end (laughs) one thing that i even learned too is if you're having an outside market You've got to think about tables, tents. set up tents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially like to keep people um, in the shade. If it's sunny outside, I remember like I had a wine tour last year and I was like, Oh, we'll have some like vendors outside. And then people were like, are you supplying tables? Are you supplying tents? Like, yes. what are we going to do if it rains? I'm like, Oh no, yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a chair? Do you have somebody yeah. that can stand at their table while they go to the washroom to watch their table? Washrooms. Um, that's another thing. Yes. Outlets. Yeah. Like what if someone needs to like plug something in? Like, Power. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wi-Fi because a lot of people use square, um, you know, payment. Do they have, is there Wi-Fi there for that? So 
yeah, there it's a lot. But I, the more you do, you kind of nailed all those things. You you know, um, and that's why I like to do the same events, uh, the same locations too. Is that you know the building, you know how many tables you can fit, you know the Wi-Fi, you know the vendors that like to come to those areas. Um, so it it gets a little easier the more you do. Exactly. So how can businesses stand out at a vendor market and entice people to check out their booth without sounding too pushy or too salesy? Yeah, so I I like to look at vendor markets or craft shows not as a total selling um, or total sales, I should say. Um, I look at it as marketing. A lot of times my orders come a week or two later. They kind of trickle in. So I'm guilty of bringing way too much stuff and filling up my table and people don't know what to look at. So uh, maybe bringing a few pieces and um, work on, your, you know, just uh, being friendly and talking with people and, and your sales will come later. I think too many people focus on what did I make today and what can I sell and scrambling to make a whole bunch of things before when when you use it as a marketing um, event and just getting your business known out there. And you'll see after you leave these events, you see your followers on your Facebook or your Instagram are starting to creep up a little bit at a time because they people like to look, you know, we're at home, we get to look on our social media, we get to look on their Facebook pages and things like that. So I always say, uh, look at it as like marketing your business, not necessarily focus on the dollar amount that you made at those craft shows. I love that. That is actually such good mm. advice. And the other thing too, is, I mean, creating and forming connections and, and real personal relationships over social media is more important than ever. And how great mm. is it to be able to like follow someone, a local crafter, a maker, creator, mm -hmm. anybody that's like selling something and then being able to see them at the vendor market and already kind of have that vision in your head from yeah. what you've seen on their social media, seen in person. And, and then you can already mm -hmm. be like, Oh my gosh, you're, you're Laura from day with the hook. I didn't yes. saying that or, yeah, or it's Tim true. from Gorlane, Gorlane. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. you know, just to be able to like actually put that face to the business. It's, it's a really right. cool feeling. And then that connection is formed and then you start seeing them at more vendor markets. And then mm -hmm. who knows what might happen down the road. It's just, it's, it's such a community feeling. It totally is. And I have people that'll show up with their Yetis because I, I engrave uh, all tumblers, but they'll bring me your, the Yeti at the table and say, oh, I I saw that you were here today. I'm, I'm bringing you my cup to engrave. And then I, you think, oh, people are actually looking at what I'm posting. Yeah. They're actually following where I'm going. It's like still shocking to me when they're like, oh, I saw you posted that you're here today. We thought we would come out and see you. So uh, you know, you, you think that people aren't looking or they're, they're not watching, but they totally are. So for those of you that are going to craft shows, um, it's, they're watching and they're following and they, it may not be the sale right there at your table, but it may be referring a friend that, oh, I saw somebody who makes, you know, really nice candles at a craft show. You have to try them. Exactly. Oh, it's almost better than making the sale itself. It totally you is. Know. It totally is. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of sales, would you say that the majority of your sales come from events, Facebook marketplace, Instagram purchases, or Etsy, if you even use Etsy? Uh, word of mouth, to be honest. Uh, old school, eh? That's what I hear from everybody. Yeah, I get, um, I get uh, Facebook. I'd say my Facebook page is probably the most, uh, where I get the most messages from. So it's like they look on Instagram and then they order through Facebook. Um, or text message, email, 
that's kind of the reason why my website is being produced right now because there's too many ways to communicate um, and just trying to keep it all organized. But uh, it's definitely word of mouth. It's uh, my friend got her cup engraved or I received a cup uh, for a birthday present or something like that. So I would have to say, which it's good old fashioned word of mouth has been uh, where most of my sales come from. Interesting. 2023 and we're still kicking it old school. Yeah, totally. <laughs> now I want to shift gears a little bit because you and I were both in the starter company plus program through enterprise Renfrew County, but yes. I'm going to turn it on you to hear your perspective and your experience with the program. So where did you first learn about enterprise Renfrew County starter company plus program? Um, so of course, uh, we talked a little bit earlier about, uh, my family, but my dad has been my biggest supporter. And he said, um, he knew that my business was growing and I was getting all of this, um, requests for engraving. And he said, um, Tara, there's lots of, uh, of grants out there that you can. And I was, I was telling him about my struggles about trying to start a website. And he said, there's lots of grants out there. You should just reach out to, uh, Renfrew County and they probably have something. So of course I, you know, Googled it or went on Facebook somewhere and I saw the, the, the ad for it and it was like, it fell into my lap. So I, I emailed um, the program director and uh, started the interview process. And the whole time I was thinking, wow, this was out there and I didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a great experience for me. Uh, I was a successful recipient of the grant. And uh, now the work has started with um, putting all the things into place that I applied for. So what have you all invested in your business? Obviously, you were saying about your website being developed. By the way, I have to know, who who did you end up going with? Or are you doing this on your own? No, uh, Matt from H2O Consulting out of Armprior. Okay. Um, I Again, uh, my daughter's having a birthday party and her uncle's at the birthday party and he does websites. So it just, again, it was like the universe telling me it's time because that person was right in front of me. And I struggled because I do a lot of custom work or I do a lot of um, people will bring me an item to engrave. And I just couldn't think of how that was going to work on, on, on a website uh, I'm a crafty person. I'm not a techie person. So I didn't know how that was going to work. And he said, you don't have to worry about that. You let me deal with it. He's like, you just get me some pictures of what you want on there. Um, and then not realizing that developing a website is a lot of work. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> much work. So much work. There's so much behind the scenes, like new appreciation for website developers. Oh, totally. So in the, in the enterprise startup, um, I had, you know, said in the month of December, I was going to get my website up and running, you know, it's going to take a couple of days. Uh, we are now in March <laughs> and we're almost there. <laughs> Um, totally from me, not procrastinating, I want it to be perfect. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, have a photographer captured by Sage, Sage Tremblay from uh, Deep River. I brought her a whole bunch of stuff and said, be creative. So I've got those back and then just, well, now he wants descriptions of this stuff. Well, of course he does, you know, uh, but all these things you don't think in uh, before de developing a website of how much work it is. And my friends and family are like, when's your website going to be done? And I'm like, whenever I stop being a perfectionist, 
<laughs> but it's a good thing though, because you want totally. it to look professional. Like if you're going all in, like you're doing the rebrand, you're transforming yes. your business. You're going to have a website. You're doing now like professional photos with flat lays, which yeah. who'd ever think that that would be a thing. Like you're not just taking nice pictures, like on your bed with your, with your, with your products, like <laughs> you were making it look nice. So you're going to yeah. invest that money properly. It's going to like, I mean, honestly, the way you're going right now, I could see you doing this full time. Yeah, I'm there. I, I took this, uh, yeah, I took a very part-time teaching position now so that I am almost there. I have to, uh, I have to believe in myself. I actually, uh, a shout out to my friend, Adrian from Barbays. She is the one that's been telling me all along that you are successful enough and you're busy enough. You don't need to do anything else. Um, and she's right. I I'm, I'm almost there. Uh, the website's definitely going to help me uh, get there. And I never, ever dreamed five years ago when I was making those bunnies for the, uh, Champlain craft show that I would be sitting here on a podcast, making a website and, uh, you know, a successful recipient of a business grant that somebody else, you know, a panel believed in what I could do. So it's very surreal for me. I am like, so excited for you because to know that you're almost there in your business to be able to like yeah. take that next step. I, um, okay. I keep referring back to like my women's event, but Chris yes. from Blackbird medicines. Mm -hmm. So we're in the she's in business Facebook group. Are you in that by the way? No, I will send you an invite. You have to get in. That okay. group. It's amazing. It's okay. like a community of like-minded businesswomen. She mm -hmm. just posted that she just went all in with her business. And how incredible is that to be able to finally say, I made it. I, I now have a sustainable income coming in. Mm -hmm. I can take a step back from working for someone else. And now yes. I get to run the show and call the shots fully. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I sat by my machine the other day and did a, a whole bunch of cup orders. And I literally just was staring at the machine thinking, it's Tuesday and I'm doing cups because that's my job now yeah. and just couldn't believe that like I'm at a point now that uh I work for myself yeah yeah you do <laughs> but you know what with like even looking at Adrian as a mentor in your life mm -hmm. to say that somebody and, and I know it's funny because I always refer to Adrian to say that someone started up a scrunchy business she was working multiple part-time jobs she now she employs was. her husband Yes. He's working in sports management. Hashtag yeah. I made it bees. Like, oh yeah, my exactly. gosh. And you're going to be doing the same thing very soon. Yeah. She's actually been a good, a good mentor for me. I, I text her often and, and ask her advice because I, I do admire what she's done with her business. Um, you know, again, it just kind of fell in her, to her lap too, uh, with those boxes and they needed a scrunchie in there and, and now she's, she's pretty successful and it's, it's something to watch and she's local, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now I mm -hmm. want to get into the transformation of your business, Taryn, because you're talking about, um, changing the name of it to Ottawa Valley engraving. So why are you getting away from your, your former business name where you actually have your name in it? So, like I said before, my name just kind of was a quick decision to get something out there quick and um I do have a unique name it's spelled Tarwin it's said Taryn and I always tell everybody that I just answer to anything because it's uh my name has uh sparked many of conversations and people want to know where it comes from and uh anyway in saying that 
it's hard for people to remember my business name as well. Uh, I'll give you an example. This summer at the beach, um, I had made a sign for somebody's cottage and they were really trying to find who made who made the sign. So uh, I said it was me and gentleman didn't have a cell phone. So I said, just try to remember Tarwin Lane Designs. <laughs> Tarwin Lane Designs. And of course, never heard from him. So he probably never remembered my name. So I thought it's time. It's time. Um, at the When I was first started I wasn't doing any engraving I was doing painting um so I really want to get it out there that I'm that's what I do is engraving so why not we supply Ottawa Valley I have customers that I've met in the arm prior Tim Hortons parking lot um so we uh supply Ottawa Valley so why not Ottawa Valley engraving and it's a little easier to remember Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still like your, the OG name. I know. But when are you officially rolling it out? Because your Instagram, your Facebook page, are you waiting for your website? And then you're going to come like my website. Yeah. Do you have a new logo done too? I do. I just got it like two days ago. Who did your yeah. logo? Her name's Phoebe Day. Um, Where is she based out uh, of? Yeah. She's not local. So That's maybe okay. not a good idea. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Good thing um, that you still went with the designer, her- though. Yes. Yeah. It's again, one of those, um, fall in your lap, just somebody I followed on Instagram. I really loved all of her stuff. Um, I was also trying to make it a little more, um, neutral, not too girly. Um, you know, uh, I, a lot of our business now is engraving and we've been asked to do plaques and, um, plates for gun cabinets and, and things like that. So trying to make it a little more neutral. So you're a huge supporter of local businesses, but more important collaborations, teaming up with businesses to work together. Now, who are some of the most recent businesses that you've teamed up with? And this is such a silly question, but I need to ask it. Why is it crucial to choose collaboration over competition? Well, I don't come from a place of competition. I think there's a a market for everybody. It was actually one of the things I said in my business plan that there's, um, you know, a market everywhere. And um, I don't, everybody does things uniquely. There's a few lasers in town um, and they all do different styles. So I think there's, there's room for everybody. Um, most recently, I think the thing I'm most excited about is uh, Joanna from His and Hers um, downtown. Uh, so they, of course, sell charcuterie boards and charcuterie boxes. Um, so she approached me about doing some engraving on some of her boards, like a match made in heaven. Um, she has the boards. I have a laser. So we do a lot of, um, uh, you'll get the board and then the customers will buy a box or real estate agents for gifts for uh, new homes and things like that. So that I thought that was a really, really good uh, match. And also, of course, my Adrian with Barbets, uh, I engrave her uh, scrunchie stands. So she'll bring me a box of uh, blocks and I'll put her logo on it. And uh, it's another um, local business that that we work together. So um, but yeah, definitely a couple of the real estate agents that I work with as well. We've, we're working together and um, I've had other businesses that have lasers when their laser goes down, they'll bring me something to engrave a plaque. And uh, I think that those are always good relationships to have because if they're overwhelmed and they can pass on work to you or in the same way, if you can't do something, you can pass it on to them. And it just, it just makes for a better relationship in the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many great opportunities coming your way. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
So Taryn, I know we kind of talked about where you see yourself going. You're looking to, to uh, embark on this path full time with your business, but what other opportunities do you see coming? Like, do you see yourself branching out, maybe even opening up your own shop? Like, where do you see business going? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm fortunate that um, the house that I moved to in Westmeath has my own shop with potential storefront. So uh, I'm very, very lucky to do that. Um, we're in the just in the final stages of some renovations there. So to be able to host my own paint parties again, um, I haven't been able, been able to do those since the pandemic, really. Um, so be able to host those here. Um, also, uh, trophies, plaques have kind of fell into our lap as well. A couple of the local trophy places, um, the owners have retired and there's a market for it. Uh, so uh, I think branching off into some trophies, I think I want to make a line of like some prettier trophies, not necessarily um, the old brass and walnut look. So yes. I, I think something little, a little nicer that people would want to display in their home. Uh, I think that that's where I would like to go, but um, the business is just kind of exploding and uh, I'm excited to do this more full time and to be able to do things that I'm, I really like to do and um, not have to work for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> the dream that you are well on your way to achieving. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't come without hard work. So uh, working for yourself is never a nine to five and um you're always on your phone so at your kids soccer practice you're on your phone answering emails and answering messages and you're just always working the mom guilt nowadays i think is worse than ever especially because we are on our phones you were saying earlier all the different outlets for people to reach us on social media on uh, like even tiktok like i mean if you're on tiktok emails and like the administration like it doesn't stop and then you're like you feel bad or you open up a message and you don't want like i mean that can be a potential customer yeah. you don't want to like not respond right away so i mean yeah. i get it but yeah, yeah. hardworking business owners out there we all we all understand but it's important for everybody else who's not in the this industry uh, exactly. to, to know that like we're working all time. I, I can't even remember the last time I went to bed, like on time. Like, I think no. I emailed you last night at like 11 yes. something. <laughs> I probably answered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're both working those odd hours. Doesn't matter. But I also think it makes you do things like we're not, you know, we're not all great at photography. We're not all great at bookkeeping. We're not all great at um, social media content. And that's one of the things that I've really in the last year struggled with. It's, um, you know, having to sit down and just watch YouTube videos or watch um, other podcasts or other other artists do things is that we're always learning and we're trying to come up with what's relevant what are people buying now so not necessarily always making it too it, there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes of setting up displays to take one picture that you may post in a story for 24 hours it's a lot of work it is, but you know what though? You are smart because like you were saying earlier, you're outsourcing, you're outsourcing, mm -hmm. you're outsourcing mm -hmm. your website developer, you're outsourcing photography, you're teaming up with his and her, like you're outsourcing right. and thinking of different and innovative ways so that you're not all doing it all yourself. And I think that's mm -hmm. so important to be able to say like, I'm not good at everything. I need some help mm -hmm. here. And, and how can we work together? Or what can you do like to help me? And, and I get to help you. Like I get to hire you. Absolutely. Everybody says, just, just take the picture with your cell phone for the website. I'm like, no, it's, it's gotta be a certain quality. Yeah. It's 
got to be able to be look nice on the computer too as well and so uh, I I know where my flaws are and I'm happy to outsource that (laughs) (laughs) you and me both (laughs) so I wrap up every one of my episodes by asking my guest who is one local boss babe that inspires you that you think everyone should know about so I'm excited to hear who you come up with mentioned a lot in my podcast here uh I'm gonna say and Micah yeah yeah Yeah. for those who follow her on Instagram (laughs) uh um we have a we have a girl crush going on there with uh we we uh support each other and um so she was the real realtor for my home she sold my home um but before that why I chose her when she was just a new uh realtor she would get her clothing gifts for me and she still does to this day and her logo on yetis and, and things like that she's a big supporter of my business but she showed up one day and she didn't even have a wrap on her truck yet she was just starting and uh, just to see her and watch her grow has has been uh, really great to sit on the sidelines. And every once in a while, I'll send her a message saying, uh, I'm I'm watching what you're doing. You're doing a great job. And I may not comment on every picture, but I'm definitely applauding you from, from the house. So I, I'm going to say her for sure. I love that. And I love that, like, even just to slide into the DMs, championing yeah. another woman saying, I see you. I'm celebrating you. I love what you're doing. She's been featured in Faces Magazine. She's up for tons of awards. I love that she showcases and shares her successes. I know that we we keep telling women to keep doing that because it's just so incredible. Why would you, why would you hide behind the scenes and stuff? So she is doing great things. And I, oh, I love hearing it. And I love that she got a shout out because I love her too. She's amazing. Well, and the mom thing too, right? She has her kids yeah. putting the for sale signs up and she's like snow day kids in no school. So they've got to come with me to a showing or they've got to, yep. you know, c- come with me after camp or whatever it is. So uh, I, I know what that's like to try to juggle motherhood and a career. So kudos to all of us. That's right. Mm -hmm. Erin, this has been such a great hour spent with you. I honestly, I've been so looking forward to this and it's nice to have finally met you and get this podcast out there. And I'm so excited to be following along and seeing where your journey takes you. Thank you very much. I was looking forward to this as well. Um, I told you earlier that I got to give a shout out to my dad who said, you got to get on this girl's podcast. (laughs) And um, so dad, I'm on the podcast. (laughs) Dad, I made it. (laughs) Well, Taryn, tell everybody where they can follow you on the socials as of now. But I mean, obviously we know that's going to be changing. Uh, And then for everybody to stay tuned for your website, because that's going to be happening right around the corner. Yeah. So if you need any personal engraved gifts, I'm at Taryn Lane Designs on Facebook and Instagram and soon to be Ottawa Valley Engraving. So watch for some more details very, very soon. We'll be watching, we'll be following, and we'll be cheering you on, especially when we see that announcement saying, guys, I'm doing this full time. I've lost my job. (laughs) Thank you. So close. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner Meets Enterprise Renfrew County. The Starter Company Plus program is a highly competitive program for startup biz owners where you can compete for a grant of up to $4,000 towards your business with ongoing intake for interested individuals. 
sessions run twice annually with the next virtual sessions scheduled for April 11th and 13th, 2023. So be sure to check out enterpriserenfordcounty.com for more information. We announce our upcoming guests on Friday, so be sure to give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook at OB Boss Babes Podcast and watch our stories to see who will be featured next.